Hello, and welcome to the Canal Street Chronicles podcast, part of the SB Nation family. I'm your host, Brendan Ertel, and you can find my Saints articles on Canal Street Chronicles as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Brendan underscore Ertel. Huda, and welcome back to Canal Street Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Ertel. Today we're going to be previewing tomorrow's game against the San Francisco 49ers. The 10-2 San Francisco 49ers come to the Voodoo Dome where they have to face the 10-2 New Orleans Saints. This is a noon kickoff and New Orleans is currently favored by two points. ESPN gives the Saints a 54% chance to win. Both teams control their fate for the first overall seed for the rest of the season. Winner of this football game would take control of the first seed and have full control over over their season. Sean Payton challenged us. He said, Does the crowd realize how much of an impact they can have? Do they truly realize that? Can we be louder? I think that's a shot at all of us. Not a shot, but just a call out saying we need to be so loud. We need to try to break the Kansas City Chiefs Guinness World Record for the loudest stadium. We need to be as loud as we possibly can and just cause havoc in this game. And Sean Payton's comment kind of helps. But Raheem Mostert's comment on on the San Francisco radio helps the most. He gave us so much ammunition. If you haven't already heard, I'm going to read you what he said on the radio. I have not played in the Voodoo Dome. I've heard stories about it being crazy, the fans being crazy, and the atmosphere and all that. How I see it, it is going to be a neutral site because I know our fans are going to show up because every game we've gone to so far has felt like a home game. So what he's saying there is he thinks this is going to be a home game. He thinks... It's going to be majority San Francisco 49ers fans in the Dome. Every week we see on Twitter and Instagram fans in fans on Bourbon Street walking down, partying. They think they have a shot. Every single week we see that. And every single week we see, oh, there's so many going to be, there's going to be so many fans at this football game. That's just not the case. He's, he gave the Saints so much ammunition. He gave us so much ammunition by saying that. This is going to be a huge game. And he just gave the Saints fans that much more to be absolutely crazy and just cause havoc in this game. Raheem's a really good back, but he hasn't accomplished anything yet in this league. And him saying that, is, I think it's kind of Bush League, but it'll bite him It'll bite him in the butt. Before we get into the breakdown, I'm just going to tell you guys the injury report for this football game. Andrew Speed is out. Kiko Alonso, with that thigh injury we saw in last week's game against Atlanta, he's out. AJ Klein also last week getting injured with the knee, he is out. Zach Lyon, again with the knee, is out. Jason Vanderland, who came in as the fullback replacing Zach Lyon, he's, he's out and he got replaced on IR. Teron Armstead, with his ankle, is questionable. Will Clapp, elbow, is questionable. And Patrick Robinson, with his calf, is questionable. On the 49ers side, wide receiver Dante Pettis is questionable, and another good wide receiver, Marquise Goodwin, is questionable. Jaquiski Tart, their starting safety, is out. That is a big loss for them. And also, defensive tackle Julian Taylor is out. Ten others were listed on the injury report for the 49ers from the Baltimore game. So, clearly they had a dogfight last week, and they're kind of banged up. Let's get right into the breakdown of this football game. The 49er defense. It's going to be the best the Warrens has played up to this point and maybe all year long. They're number one in pass, in pass defense, number one in total defense, number two in points per game, 
But where you can beat them is on the ground. They're hunt, they average 117 rushes per game, which ranks 22nd in the National Football League. They've allowed a 100-yard rusher in nine straight games. So what that means, the Saints need to recommit to the run, but that's not going to equal a win. Because we've seen the 49ers have dominated these past nine games. They lost the Ravens, but they've dominated the, the recent past eight. So beating them on the ground doesn't necessarily beat the 49ers. You need to do more than that. It starts up front. The Saints need to start by running the football, start by running the football, just grind it with Alvin and Latavius, and then they can start doing play action. And then Traquan and Ted Ginn and Michael Thomas can be a lot more open. You can find Jared Cook as well. They don't have to try to beat one-on-one coverage every time. If they're running the ball well, the 49ers are going to have to bring more pressure, and that equals more receivers open downfield. The 49ers offense, it runs very well. It throws okay. They run whoever has the hot hand like Tampa Bay Bucks. They have Tevin Coleman, Matt Breda, and Raheem Mostert. Matt Breda has been been out the past two weeks. Raheem Mostert has been the hot hand, so he's been getting most of the carries right now. And he's the one kind of harping about this game. So we'll probably see him in the backfield for majority of these majority of the snaps. But... All of them make plays. All three of the backs make big plays. They're fast. They're speedy. All they do is zone running. They just cut up field north and south. They make one cut and go up field. The Saints need to work on keeping contained because lots of cutbacks on zone running. The Saints need to keep contained. And the reason the 49ers are so good running the football is George freaking Kittle. I've heard recently that he's not a good blocker and da-da-da. He's maybe the best blocking tight end in the NFL. He's like an extra offensive tackle and he's going to get lots of touches and what the Saints need to do is they need to wrap him up and bring him down they cannot let him get the yak yards and that's what he's the best at honestly last year he had 1300 yards he he catches the football and runs with it most tight ends catch it go down they're just chunk plays but Kittle makes big plays he makes he extends plays the Saints need to get him down we're going to see a ton of play action just finding Kittle in the flats they need to minimize those big plays of George Kittle this is a great matchup for the Saints and almost plays an advantage in their favor because the 49ers run the ball so freaking well, but the Saints D has been stout for the past two years and we've seen them slow down teams running the football. So if they can slow down that run defense and have Jimmy Garoppolo try to beat them, that plays in their favor. The past three weeks, the 49ers have played the Green Bay Packers. They annihilated them. They went to Baltimore, hard game, hard. It was raining, it was wet. You got pretty banged up. And now they have New Orleans, and this is going to be the most hostile environment they'll face all year long, if not ever. This game is going to be crazy. They're they're banged up, not going to lie. They have tons of players in the injury report. But this stretch of game for the 49ers is huge for them. Mismatch of the football game is Alvin Kamara versus San Francisco linebackers. Now, Fred Warner did win NFC Defensive Player of the Month. He's been on a tear. Doesn't mean you can guard Kamara. The best matchup for the Saints in this football game is trying to find out, trying to get Alvin Kamara the ball as many times as he possibly can. I'm going to say this multiple times. He needs 20 plus touches in this football game. Running the ball for him 20 times. I don't care if it's running the ball with him 20 times, passing the ball, finding him in the pass game. They need to find Kamara a lot in this football game. If the 49ers are forced to run man, 
that's a huge positive for the Saints. If you can find, if you can get Kamara one on one with a linebacker for the majority of this game, they're gonna burn him all game long. But it, I think they're gonna come out in zone and try to have Drew Brees look through his progressions and try to, try to hold the ball as long as they possibly can so the pass rush can get there. I think Alvin Kamara needs 150 yards in this game, and we need to see a classic Alvin Kamara in this football game. Of course, one of the more of the marquee matchups is Michael Thomas versus Richard Sherman. Of course, Michael Thomas is going to get his, but it's going to be a great matchup to watch. I think Michael Thomas wins this matchup. I think he wins the matchup against any corner in the league right now. But Sherman actually got banged up last week, and he was on the injury report. He was limited all week long, but he'll be good to go. I think the 49ers pass rush is phenomenal. I think they're great. They're legit. They're not. They're everything people say they are. And what the Saints need to do to stop that pass rush is not necessarily be stout up front. They need to trick them. They need to have the defensive line be thinking. They need to have tons of screens incorporated into this game. Tight end screens like we see with Josh Schill and Jared Cook. Running back screens, wide receiver screens. Anything to have the defense, the defensive line think about it and like, Okay, are they running? Are they passing? Because what they do is they just they go right to where the quarterback's going to be, the three-step drop, the seven-step drop, and they just cheat. They just cheat. They go they go right for where Drew is going to be in his progression. But if they can have them think about it, that's how they're going to win this football game. Alvin Kamara needs at least two, three screens in this game. I'll, I'll be surprised if they don't incorporate Jared Cook a ton in this game with screens, with big plays in the seam. The Saints need to convert on touchdowns and not field goals. When they get to the red zone, they need points. They need seven points. They don't need field goals. Field goals aren't going to win this football game. This is going to be a classic game. I think the Saints actually win this game. I'm going with a score prediction of 28-24. And my key to the game, stop the run, run the ball. That's going to be huge. They need to stop the 49ers run, make the 49ers one-dimensional, try to make the 49ers beat you through the pass. The Saints need to challenge the 49ers front, they need to challenge their weakness, which is the run game, and then they can build off of that. They can run to pass. They can do play action. Another thing I've starred in huge letterings right here, no penalties or very few penalties. Nothing stupid, nothing to bring back big plays like we've seen in the past, nothing to bring back touchdowns and then that result into field goals or punts. We need to convert on big plays and be clean with them. No penalties. Last thing, they need to get off the field on third down and stay on the field on third down on offense. It's going to be key. Whoever has the ball last in this game is probably going to win this game. So getting off the field is huge on defense, giving the ball back to Drew, and Drew needs to extend the drives, keep extending the drives through the clock, and that's how they're going to win this football game. Now, big game tomorrow. We need to be as loud as we possibly can. There's going to be some 49ers fans in there. Make this game a living hell for them. We just need to go crazy. This is going to be a great game. I'm excited to watch it. Again, you can hit me up on Twitter at Brennan underscore Ertl. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I'll catch you guys after the game. Boot out.